Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast edition. This is Cece. And this is Claire. And happy Sunday to everyone listening in to our page six of our 28th series of Sundition. Grab a snack or sip some tea as we dive into our culture chat on... People's expectations and what we can do with them. If we can do anything at all. And by people's expectations, I don't just mean parents, but I'm talking about relatives, colleagues, co-workers, friends, and pretty much everyone you might know, because they're bound to put some expectations on you. That's a given already. But since I'm 17 and don't exactly have co-workers or bosses to hold high expectations of me, except for, you know, making tea and stuff like that. (laughs) Claire, I expect you to make the best boba in the world. To have a full scoop of syrup very accurately each time you make that drink. Girl, no one's gonna say that. So, instead, I'm just gonna, you know, talk about parents and relatives, because I'm pretty sure both Cece and I have had the most experience with that anyway. So... But just to dive into it, people are always going to have expectations for you, whether that be about your achievements, your activities, what you want to do with your life and how you'll turn out in the future, your relationships with others, could be romantically, could be friendships and things like that, and how they'll turn out too, in accordance with you. It's just that people are all up in your business, and especially the people that are closest (laughs) to you. They will always have an opinion as to how your life will go. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. We're just kind of talking about when those expectations become a little too heavy for you. Or if they turn negative. So I have have a few experiences I I can talk about personally. Claire's about to fight. (laughs) I'm about to fight people. So in terms of achievements and life, my parents have always had pretty high expectations for me i think they've kind of died down now but you know what that's okay i'm okay with that because they're not on my back anymore about anything so but yeah they've had high expectations for me how i do in school how my future would turn out to be what i'd be doing with my life in the future and they've held on to this saying or belief very hard that um The next generation should be better than the last, especially my dad. And he's always like, oh, Claire, I expect you to go to graduate school and beyond. Because his highest form of education is graduate school. I don't know what and beyond means, but he was like, get to graduate school at least. And I was like, okay, dad, if that's what you say. And he was like, you have to go to a good college. And he went to USC, I'm just saying, which is already pretty good. (laughs) like already at the top so he's like oh you have to go to a better college than me and be more successful than me and I'm like hearing this ever since I was maybe five years old and sometimes that expectation is crushing for a five-year-old because you know you're five and you have no responsibilities and you don't know what to do with your life but there's also this weird thing that my dad does when he's trying to push his dreams onto me I might have mentioned this in the past But my dad's a dentist, and he really, really wants me to become a dentist when I'm older. He's actually taught me how to, like, suture a cut closed on an orange before. 
So then I would be prepared to oh, wow. do that in medical school. Sadly, I don't remember how to, so that skill has been lost on me. Probably because I only did it once. But <laughs> yes, my dad really wants me to become a dentist and continue the quote family tradition end quote because apparently his dad and his grandpa were all in the medical field and he wants me to lead that down as a dentist and to take over his business as a dentist. Oh, so you can transfer that over to Kendrick. Yes, but Kendrick doesn't want to do that either. (laughs) The problem with that and his dream is that neither me nor my brother, exactly, none of his kids want to become a dentist when they're older, which kind of, I feel kind of bad because I do want to help fulfill his dream because, you know, he's been talking about this for a long, long time now, ever since Mm -hmm. I was little, but I don't think that either me or Kendrick will be able to live up to his expectations in terms of that. Because honestly, I don't want to be a dentist. Like, he keeps saying, oh, it's easy work. You make money and it's easy. But that's not... Just because it's easy and it pays well doesn't mean that I want to do it. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I... Yeah. That's in terms of achievements in life. And there's one recently, another aspect that I want to vent a little about. And Do you mean to impart your experience on our sure, listeners? Fine, fine, yes. Impart my experience. <laughs> so the more recent one is about relationships, specifically romantic. So the current relationship I'm in is my first. And because it's my first... My parents and their friends are always expecting this relationship to fail. And of course, my boyfriend and I are extremely indignant about this. And every time I hear this type of, oh, he'll break up with you, like my dad said, or, oh, when you break up, and then I'm always like, whoa, 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 hold on a minute. What do you mean when you break up or he'll break up with you? Because I understand that it's a possibility, right? Nothing is set in stone. However, you don't have to say when you'll break up or you will break up. Did I did I need that? No. But yeah, we get really annoyed every time I tell him and we're just like these these people don't believe. They don't like (laughs) why are you betting that somebody's relationship will fail? This doesn't make sense to me. Does that make sense to you? Knock away the negative energy. This is what happened with one of my friends' first relationship. Well, we don't really consider a first relationship. If she's listening to this, I'm so sorry. But, um... (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Basically, what the boyfriend said was like, oh, like, we're bound to break up in the middle of the relationship. Bound to what? Like, oh, like, in the future, like, he thought they were gonna break up. Well, then what's the point of staying together? Yeah, I was like, what's the point? And if you think you're going like... to break up in the future, then why would you stay with her in the first place? You might as well just cut it loose earlier. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Well, it didn't work out in the end, so... Okay, well, screw him. But still, he, it was he, like he, a... He's not good. It was just like... Like, obviously, I think we understand that relationships might not last. But it's really stupid to go into one thinking you're going to break up. 
expecting that it won't last exactly like what's the point of starting it right like although you know that it may not but the point usually the point of a relationship i mean depend if okay sorry depending on what you want out of the relationship right if you want this person like obviously you guys maybe talked about it both to anyone right like Mm. if you're in a relation like even if you're friends right like i didn't well, obviously, Claire's... You guys are a little different <laughs> because I've befriended them for a while. But, like, the friends I make now, I'm not, like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to be friends with them for a while. Like, I'm hoping my friendship with them lasts. Right? Right? Just like you would mm-hmm. for a relationship. You're hoping mm-hmm. that it will, la- will um, last. And Last as long as it will. Yeah, and right? you work you're towards it. But if it doesn't it happen, t- that's, like okay but still like (laughs) like you're not gonna jump into it expecting oh we're gonna you know separate down the line nobody in their right mind starting a business right like exactly and expecting it to fail and you'll go bankrupt or something because even though like maybe like you maybe you know uh, you know that that you believe that there is a possibility but the fact that maybe you start believing it can it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy right mm. it's not good mm-hmm. like yeah so be aware but there's no reason to be so cynical about it right like, like we get most people mm-hmm. have been in multiple relationships like today i went hiking with my mom my brother and a family friend that's around my mom's age and we were for some reason the topic of me and my boyfriend came up and then she said something along the lines of like oh like the ending of a relationship you know and she was mentioning oh my husband is my fifth boyfriend and i'm my husband's fifth girlfriend like okay what's your point I understand you've been in multiple relationships. Like, you're saying... I know she's saying that the first one didn't work out. But that's not the case for everyone. You know? It's just so annoying. It's so annoying. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like I understand both views. Like, it's okay if the first one doesn't work out for many people. Because I guess, you know, sometimes we're taught in our media that... Well, I mean, I'm not saying this in a bad way. But sometimes we're taught, like one relationship is what defines you as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not, not would that would not be a good relationship. Mm-hmm. So I understand, like, the point of, like, you shouldn't, like, there's more to, I mean, like, if, it's for anything, right? If something bad happens to you right now, right? Mm. There's more, like, much better things in the future for you. It's right? not everything. If, yeah. Like, if you start a business, right, and it fails, it doesn't mean... Your future one's gonna fail, right? But exactly. It's okay, and you should keep working towards whatever you want to work towards. Mm-hmm. So I I understand like their point because oh uh, I think parents and elder people have this tendency to impart particularly like their practical view oh this is how real life is and whatnot and kind of ignoring the that it's okay to be hopeful about things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which can definitely 
make it really annoying sometimes to hear their advice over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was what I was going to say. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, for my experience, I think, well, I am not in, nor have I ever been in a relationship, but... So one thing is definitely, I think Claire talked about, is, like, your future. Mm-hmm. Like, I think sometimes you, there's this expectation, especially, I think, in freshman year when I was a little more naive about the college application process and how ridiculously difficult it is, right? Mm-hmm. And it's more of this expectation that, oh, I think I am qualified to do this because people have told me I'm qualified. Well, ah. not told me, but like it's kind of like they expect me to do it. Mm-hmm. And that it's within my reach, even though obviously it is a reach school, right? Mm-hmm. Or for like, say, top schools. Mm-hmm. That it's a reach school, but it's still within my abilities and Mm -hmm. I think those expectations I mean I don't want to say in a bad way because I like I'm I'm like super duper happy with the school I'm going to and obviously there's like tier list levels um aka the IVs (laughs) (laughs) and a lot of very good schools as well Mm-hmm. But I think those expectations have hurt me because I realize that I don't really work well with expectation, positive expectations. What do you because, mean by? Like, oh, I expect you to do, like, not positive, but, like, I expect you to do well. I would say, oh. like, negative expectations is I expect you to fail. Oh, okay, okay, right. gotcha. So I realize I don't do well with positive expectations is because when the, there's, like, these external validations for me, because I would consider expectations to be validations, right? If you expect someone to do it, you think it's within their capacity. And so, yeah, you think it's within their capacity, so I think it's within my capacity, and I feel like I was naive enough to... To know that it wasn't unless I worked harder. Not not obviously work smarter, not harder, but like I yeah. put more effort. Mm-hmm. You know, I think when there's misinformed expectations, it can hurt you. But also the fact that I realize I don't really like positive expectations. That oh, I expect you to succeed, like. I'd rather have a negative expectation. Like, I expect you to fail. I feel like it's more driving. Yeah. But also, like, because the bar's already low. You can't... Yeah. ...any more <laughs> past that. <laughs> so, you know, statistically, yeah. there's a smaller chance of, un- like, you know, not fulfilling those expectations. Yeah. And I think it's the same with swimming. Like, I think when I was on... In my sophomore year and freshman year, there was expectation for me to continue swimming and also, like, do well, like, swim faster. Because 
Well, one, I was swimming faster. Like, I was putting in the work, mm-hmm. and the results were coming out, right? I was dropping time and making cuts. And I realized I swam my best when there was no expectation. Mm-hmm. Kind of the part where, I think I talked about it before, where it's, obviously we talked about this in headline news, right? Like, the times where I took a break and I came back slow, so all I did was try to focus on, like, going to practice and becoming as fast, like, working hard. Like, I didn't expect much because I knew I had taken a break. But then I had already put my work in that it showed in my Mm -hmm. race, and I did better than I expected. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Even with, like, low expectations from other people as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anyone expected me to do that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect me to do that either, so yeah. Mm. Low expectations is what works for me. <laughs> the bar can't get any lower. Plus, you want to prove people wrong anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- yeah, there's also, like, other expectations that I always prove people right in. It's all, like... Is more of like habit wise, like what I'm late. <laughs> That's I feel true. like many people expect me to not be on time. Same. Honestly, yeah. people should just start telling me where to go or when to meet, like five minutes in advance. Say you want me there at nine fifteen. Instead, you tell me to get there at like nine o five. I'll still be there at nine twenty. <laughs> See, it's, well, you know, it's not it as late. It depends on the event. Depends it's on the not event. as late, exactly. If it's somewhere I have to, have to, have to be on time to, and there would be consequences like school or work. Actually, work for me has some leeway, but we don't, we won't count that. But say school, right? If you were late, mm-hmm. you get consequences. So, of course, I want to avoid that because it, you know, shows up on my transcript mm-hmm. if I'm late too often. So, of course, I'm on time. But if I'm hanging out with my friends... They won't necessarily get that annoyed with me or anything. And they're already <laughs> expecting me to be late. This is a terrible habit. <laughs> yeah, we hung out yesterday. And only one of us arrived on time. Yep. I think the next time... I think I was second and I arrived uh, like five to ten minutes later... And then we have no. our good buddy, Cecilia, who... Who arrived 20 minutes late. Yes, she said, I'm gonna and bike. I only live... And then she changed like, her mind yeah. and said, my mom's gonna drive me. And I was like, are you leaving your house just now? And then she well... replied with, no, I left my house 24 hours ago. Yeah. I mean, I this is one of the habits I... You know, one I appreciate about Zoom is because I feel like I'm never late. I'm rarely late for a Zoom. Really? Because, yeah. <laughs> Maybe because the Zooms I've, yeah, I'm rarely late for a Zoom. Like a regular meeting or school? School and mainly regular. Like I'm not as late as I would be if it was in person. You know? Oh seriously? I'm I think I'm later yeah. on Zooms. I'm usually like a couple minutes late. 
Well, usually yeah, well, I mean, zero, but school, I, okay, wait, 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 wait. School is the opposite. I'm late for school on Zoom. <laughs> because... <laughs> Because they give so much more leeway now. You can yeah, be late, yeah, yeah. like five minutes late But the other things, I'm you. more on time, yeah. Yeah. But like regular meetings, I show up. That's actually really funny, yeah. We yeah, I show up like five minutes in advance. Claire. Huh? We digressed a lot. We went way off track. Oh, we digress. Okay. Oops. Okay. But yeah, jumping back into expectations and the bigger picture instead of just our terrible habits of being late all the time one thing i'm trying to get away from this is that you can use expectations to help motivate you either you can live up to them or you know this is a terrible phrasing but live up you know against them for example if people expect you to succeed then go ahead and succeed because people are expecting that of you however if people are expecting you to fail you can also use that as motivation to succeed because just out of spite, you want to prove mm-hmm. them wrong because you know they they want you to fail, or if you succeed, then you can laugh in their face and be like, "Haha, you're wrong." So, that can also be used as motivation. But even expectations aside, like you don't even need to follow those expectations. Like for example, like I said for my dad, he expects me to become a dentist, but I don't want to, at all. Like, that, I have not chosen that as a career path, ever. So, that's, I guess, me not living up to those expectations at all. And if you don't follow their expectations, they have, I guess, no right to get mad at you. Because they have to accept that this is your own life. And you're not the person that's trying to fulfill their dreams for them. So, yeah, you can, you know, like... Really cheesy, choose your own adventure. You know, you have control over your life. You don't have to fit into people's expectations. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. And you also don't have to be, like, pressured by the expectations. Like, if they Mm -hmm. expect you to, like, do this, but you want to do this, and don't be like, oh, I don't, like, I'm not going to do that just because that's my, their expectation. Like, do what you want, right? Just don't care about those expectations. You can fit in those if or not fit. Mm-hmm. As long as you're fitting into the confines of legal matters <laughs> and aren't doing anything stupid, then honestly do whatever. As long as you're growing and changing. Yep. That was a good talk, Claire. I agree. We digress so much, but it's somewhat related. Yes. It's okay. Well, we hope you guys really enjoyed this culture conversation of ours. We certainly did. Um, and you guys can go back in our on, like on our Instagram and let us know like expectations you have heard from others or others have for you. Or anything about expectations. We'd love to hear it. Right, Claire? Right. And we can always compile them into a little storyline and we can put that in one of our episodes but before we leave you guys today we have our fun little thing to do on sunday our fun thing to do on sunday to start your week off right is to go to bed early guys get your sleep in sleep is super duper beneficial i feel like it's super overrated 
and yet underrated because many people like myself will tell you sleep can help you, right? Short term and long term, but not enough people do it. Yes, and we can talk about how underrated it is in my friend group because we constantly make fun of Cece for sleeping early. Like, I've... <laughs> no, it's because a lot of my commitments are early in the morning. That is true. You swim really early in the morning. And then sometimes I have to debate so, texting like, you. To. I have to debate whether to text you or not because I'm like, oh, is it even worth texting her this late? And by late, I mean, I mean I'll read it in PM. the morning. Right, but if it's time sensitive, oh, you can call. Well, no, no, you can't I'm not me. waking you up. <laughs> That's just me. You can't. No, you can't even wake me up. I'm on do not disturb. <laughs> See, no, exactly. I'm on, There's no point. I'm 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 on do not disturb until my alarm rings. Mm. You can call my mom. She's awake. Why would I wake your? Why would I call your mom to wake you up? Like it's. I mean, I don't if it's think anything sensitive. I text you about is that important. Yeah, that's true. Unless you're. Like, Unless dying. it's an emergency, exactly. Then I'll ring you like, ten times. Yeah. But yeah, that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening, and have a good Sunday.